It's the pre-W Smith Show with Jeff Sloan, ahead of the Paul W. Smith Show at 6 on 760 WJR. All right, good morning. You know, one of the things that just absolutely inspires me to no end is when, instead of just going about your life in the status quo, dealing with whatever you have to deal with, because that's just the way it is. Instead, every now and then people come along, a person comes along that says, you know what, there's a better way, or this isn't right, and I'm going to do something about it. I'm going to stand up for it. I'm going to make the circumstance better. I'm going to take some initiative, show some leadership, take some risk, and I am going to make the circumstance better. Well, we all know the importance of the DEI, diversity, equity, inclusion programs now underfoot, getting real focus at various corporations and businesses and in our culture in general today that has bubbled up to our consciousness, uh, thank God. And there are a few people every now and then, as I said, that come along and really want to stand up for this cause and others. Well, two people that are doing that in our community, Allison Todak and Christina Oberly, they want to make sure that there is parity, that there's equity, diversity, and, and inclusion, fairness, just fairness in the treatment. Uh, in particular, their focus is women in, te- in the technology sector. And they formed an organization, a nonprofit called Shine and Rise. It caught my eye, noble, worthy, beautiful program. Allison Todak, Christina Oberly, tell us about this program, what you guys have going on. Certainly. Shine and Rise is an organization dedicated to making meaningful impact on gender diversity in the tech and startup ecosystem. We focused it on the Midwest because that's where we are currently, but we work pretty hard to cultivate community, create content, and put out some programming that helps meet that vision. Correct. Both Christina and I started out at startups in the area, and that's kind of where we built Shine and Rise from. I joined the startup community a little later on than Allison had. And when I joined, I was working for a small startup, all men at the company, all mostly engineers. And I was working on the operations side of things and I felt really isolated. And I knew that, you know, we're in Ann Arbor. I know that there's this kind of thriving startup community here, but I really wasn't figuring out how to get connected into that and connected to the people who were doing the work that I was doing and also connected to other women in the space. And so I was talking to some people in in the community and they introduced Allison and I, you know, I didn't know anybody (laughs) except for Allison, Um, but Allison was pretty embedded into the startup community already. And, you know, we got together a few times and we were able to really like connect over the shared experiences that we had, as well as just connecting over being women in tech together. And, you know, after a couple of times, it was like, oh, hey, this has been really valuable. Like we were able to share resources and I was like, there has to be other people who want this as well. Other women who want to be connecting in this way. And so what do you think if we like get a group together and Allison connected with like 10 women that she knew working in the space, we all got together for lunch and said, Hey, like, let's start this group. And we did. You mentioned you felt isolated, Christina. What are some of the things that, for those of us who aren't there, don't understand that, aren't in your position, how does this manifest itself in in practical terms? Yeah, that's a great question. I think for me, you know, I had previously before joining the startup world, 
worked in spaces where there were a lot of women, there were a lot of people doing the same job as me. And so I think that in the startup world, you're far more at risk for feeling isolated because often there aren't people who are doing the same job as you. And so that's kind of like the first level of isolation, especially, you know, women are far more likely to be in non-technical roles just because of, you know, how they've been significantly like oppressed from and oppressed from other types of, you know, more technical roles. The nature of the roles themselves in startups is that you don't have a whole HR department. You don't have a whole marketing department. You're working with, you know, just yourself. And so I think the role itself and the way that startups are structured and they're small and they're growing just lends itself to the role being isolating. And then I had never before thought so much about my gender. Like, you know, I'd worked with women, my you know, mostly women my whole life coming from the nonprofit world and coming into this space where I'm working with all male engineers. There was always just this kind of weird dynamic because I was the only woman, you know, I would say something and someone would take it in, in a weird way just because I was the woman on the team who was saying it. And I worked with really great teammates. I, it's not like these were, you know, people who didn't care about women, didn't respect women, anything like that. But like, it still was top of mind almost all of the time. And, and I didn't really understand why, but I think it's just because I always felt like I was walking on eggshells a bit because I was the only woman here. And so in some ways I felt representative of my gender. Why do you think this problem exists? What's at the heart of this? You know, I think it goes back to like, being in STEM education and not having that being pushed as early on. I believe, you know, we're seeing a big change in that in the newest and latest generation. But, you know, historically, women have been kind of kept out of STEM careers, which kind of lead more, I believe, into the startup, especially the technology space that both Christina and I occupy. We also believe that there's not enough like risk-taking behavior embedded into the non-cis white male kind of ethos. And so it's been hard to see a lot of female entrepreneurs also taking risks and being empowered to, you know, begin their own company too. You know, we're seeing some progress, we're seeing some change. And once you are able to see that change, and in particular, once young women are able to see others that went before them setting the example, that becomes inspirational and that becomes then possibly a career path worth choosing. So having good examples out there, having good leaders, having good role models, you know, that you can look to as a young woman might help point you in the direction of a tech or entrepreneurial career path. Yeah. And we found that specifically the peer mentorship piece that has been really important for Allison and I um, in our relationship together. But that was part of, what, you know, in the founding of Shine and Rise was like being able to not only see women who have been ahead of you, but see women who are in it, in there with you right now in the same spot that you are doing it has been very inspirational and very motivational for us personally, as well as, you know, the rest of our community in Shine and Rise. So tell us specifically about what Shine and Rise can do for those who are seeking help, support, direction, you know, uh, place. What specifically do you provide? You're a membership-based organization. What kinds of benefits do you provide? Absolutely. Membership-based, but membership is free. We have been very meaningful and purposeful in getting donations from local community organizations in order to support our mission. Um, Christina and I are both volunteers leading the effort. Our members identify outside the white cis male experience, so any non-binary or women-identifying folks may join. Most of these folks work in high innovative, high-growth industries, um, typically across the Midwest, since that's where we're geographically located, but we do take members from across the country. We exist in a digital community as well as an in-person community. 
In person, we meet up for occasional happy hours, just general socialization, networking, walks. Then we also put on some professional programming too, where we bring in guest speakers, panelists around hot topics that we've come across in our own day-to-day lives. Digitally, we have this great community um, through the platform Slack, where women and our members can connect We've run mentorship programs. We've done volunteer efforts. We've even organized a a political march um, back last year, too. So we've dabbled in a little bit of everything that I think means to be a female in the tech space. Okay, great program. Thank you, Allison Todak and Christina Oberly of Shine and Rise. If you'd like to learn more about membership or sponsorship, go to shinerise.org. We'll be back with more right after this break, right here on the Pre-W Smith Show. 